This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. I have a lot of conversations about intuition with people and one of the most common topics that comes up is around identifying what is my intuition? How do I know if that's my intuition or my thoughts? How do I know if it's just my imagination or if this is actually intuitive information? And also a lot of confusion between intuition and emotion. So in today's show, I want to talk about identifying intuition and how it's different than imagination, emotion, and thoughts, because I think this is one of the most common questions people have when opening up intuitively. And don't forget, if you love this type of content and you are in the process of waking up, exploring your spirituality, you are really interested in fully tapping into your intuition and being able to manifest effortlessly, then definitely check out the up-level membership. Enrollment is currently open. That is where I share all of my exclusive channeled messages, trans-channeled videos. There are hours of video trainings and exclusive blog posts, tons of resources to help you upgrade your intuition and manifestation abilities. I'm adding in some inner child healing content because that keeps coming up. I'm going to be adding in more brain rewiring content. So it's really designed to give you all the tools you need to up-level your own intuition. Plus, it's such an amazing community. We are like a family. There's the community forums. You can chat with other up-level members. And then we also have monthly Q&A calls where you can ask me any of your questions and we all hang out together and monthly manifestation activations in there as well. It is a great place to find your people. And this is where I'm just pumping out all the content, all in up-level. It is my dream membership, which is why I created it. So if you're interested in finding out more or joining, just head to christinathechannel.com slash membership and all of the information is right there. And I'll also remind you because I get asked all the time, what's the best way to work with me? Well, first of all, up level. But if you are looking for 7D high healing, then check out the healing circles. It's a small group setting and you will receive the healing in that small group setting. And then I also share a channeled message and you can also check out the intuitive guidance circles. And so in those circles, again, it's a small group setting and you can ask personal questions and I will offer intuitive guidance for you there. And there will also be a group channeled message. So I do one of each each month. I love to do it in this format because the small group setting is a really powerful container and the energy is amplified in that small group. You get messages through the messages of other people as well. And it allows me to connect with more of you at a more cost-effective price than having a one-on-one session. I love healing circles. I know a lot of people here come to all of them. And if you haven't checked them out yet and you feel called, then sign up for one of the next ones. You can head to christinathechannel.com slash services and sign up there.
If you are anywhere less than 110% happy with the way your skin looks, then you need Clear Stem skincare. It will change your life and time is almost out to take advantage of the epic Black Friday sale going on. It ends December 4th. Special for you. My code Christina will get you $35 off your order of $100 or more. So it's the perfect day to stock up. Overhaul your skincare routine if you haven't already. And I know that most of the non-toxic products out there either don't work that well or clog your pores. I feel you if you've had that experience, but Clear Stem will change your life. It will transform your skin. If you struggle with acne, acne scars, dark spots, any signs of aging, and or if you are looking to prevent any of those, then Clear Stem is for you. Their whole line is specifically designed to be anti-acne and anti-aging with all non-toxic ingredients, no pore cloggers in their ingredients. Their products work with every skin type Their products are powerful, but also gentle. I have been raving about their new HydraGlow moisturizer. It gives you that instant glow without making you look oily. And it has Bakuchiol in it and stem cells. Bakuchiol is like a non-toxic alternative to retinol. And those stem cells are amazing for cell turnover. And then my OG faves, their Clarity Serum and their Cell Renew Serum. I've tried a lot of acids. And if you really want to make a difference in your skincare, you want to make sure that you have an acid that is high quality, gentle enough, but also works really well. This is where their Clarity Serum stands out. It is a mandelic acid base. It has turmeric, vitamin C, amazing for promoting cell turnover, getting rid of any scarring or dark spots, and of course, getting rid of any blemishes and also preventing them. If I feel a zit coming, I will put two thin layers of this over it and it goes away pretty much overnight. And then their Cell Renew Anti-Aging and Anti-Acne Serum will help to fade scars and brown spots. The collagen stem cells with the hyaluronic acid help promote cell turnover and also plump the skin and hydrate it. These products have taken so many people from being totally afraid to ever go outside without makeup, struggling hardcore with acne or scarring, to being able to go out with absolutely no makeup on. Check out their testimonials. They're epic. No matter who you are, their products will make your skin glow and look better than it ever has before. So if you want to get that $35 off, all you have to do is use the code Christina at checkout. You can go to clearstemskincare.com and use my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, and that will get you $35 off any order over $100. This offer is only available until December 4th. So head on over to clearstemskincare.com and stock up on products before this epic deal runs out. And when you get your order in your mail, make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can see it. Let's talk more about intuition and identifying it. I know for me, developing my intuition and really feeling confident in what was an intuitive message versus my ego or my brain or my imagination, it was definitely a process over time. And so I just want to remind you of that. I know for some people it feels really easy and for others it can take longer to get the hang of it. There's a lot of deconditioning to be done because so many of us listen to our egos and or our brains above everything else. Much of society conditions us to think in that way. And so it's a process of peeling back the layers 
to let your intuition really come to light in a clear way. And for me, it wasn't something where I just snapped my fingers and all of a sudden I I knew every time it was an intuitive message versus something else. It was over a period of time of practicing and becoming more aware of the differences between when my intuition was talking, when it was emotion talking, when it was my logical brain talking, when it was my ego talking. So I just want to remind you of that because I think a lot of people can be pretty hard on themselves. And what I will also say is there might be times even when you really get the hang of this where it can feel confusing, particularly when it's involving yourself and it's something that's very emotionally charged because sometimes emotion can cloud our intuition. For me, when I was first learning to tap into this, it was much easier for me to tune in for other people than it was for myself because I was more emotionally attached to the answer when it was something related to my own life. So I just want to remind you that it's a process. So if you feel like you're, you struggle sometimes, just keep going. It's like having training wheels on and eventually they'll come off. And I will remind you, I believe everyone is intuitive. I think the way intuitive messages come through can be different for different people, but I believe everyone is intuitive and it's just about tapping into that for themselves. Even if you feel like, you are so logical. That doesn't mean you can't also be very intuitive. And for much of my life, I completely shut down my intuition. I wanted a logical, linear answer for everything. So if I can go from the way I used to think to being a full-on intuitive psychic now, you certainly can. And that's also why I like to to share a lot of this because There are plenty of people who are intuitives who just always were intuitive. And so it might be different for them to try to explain how to open it up. But I very much went through the process of it being very closed and being very, very logical and also very rooted in my egoic way of thinking to being able to really open up my intuition. So I like to share what helped me. And for me, it was just as important to learn what intuition felt like as it was to learn what it was not. And one of the reasons why I really wanted to record this podcast was because I was talking to somebody I know and they were saying, well, isn't intuition and emotion the same thing? Because I was asking this person what their intuition was telling them. And they said, well, I feel this way. And I said, "Okay, but that's how you feel. Those are your emotions. What does your intuition say? And this person thought that they were the same thing. And I think that that's a common misconception. They're not. In fact, emotion can often cloud intuition for many people. Like I was saying before, if we are really emotionally attached to a certain answer or to a certain outcome, that can make it harder for us to actually tune in and listen to what our intuition is telling us or some people will will sort of call that answer in instead of actually clearing the slate and seeing what their intuition says. So some common examples of this, first of all, with partnerships, romantic relationships, I see this quite often where someone emotionally will feel like they want to stay with their partner, but intuitively there's this voice within our inner knowing of this isn't the right person but they're very emotionally invested in this person, they love this person, or they're comfortable with this person. Emotionally, they are attached to the answer of 
yes, make it work. That's the answer they want. But the intuitive answer might be this isn't the right person for you. Or with moving, this is coming up a lot right now because so many people are getting nudges to move. And I see this all the time with so many of my clients and they tell me, oh, I want to move here. And I'm just looking at them and I'm like, you want to move there, but what does your intuition tell you? Because sometimes we want to go to a certain place or make a certain decision. But deep down, we know that's not actually where our intuition is guiding us. And this is also where emotion can overlap with ego. When our ego wants a certain answer, Sometimes that's the answer we look for evidence for instead of actually tuning in to our intuition. This comes up a lot in terms of career. So maybe somebody is in a job where they make a lot of money. They are very well respected. They've worked really hard. They got their dream job. They have a really amazing network, all these perks, all of this stuff that feels really good to their ego. But intuitively, this person might actually want to go live in the countryside and be an artist. I don't know. Or maybe that person wants to start a family and they know that they can't continue with the lifestyle they've built. These are situations where people often stay stuck because they are listening to their ego and not their intuition. The other thing with emotion and intuition is it can be very difficult to get a clear read on an intuitive answer when your emotions are running hot. So if I am really sad, really angry, really fired up, scared, or even sometimes like super happy and excited, my emotions are really high. That's not the time I'm going to tune in to something for myself because sometimes those emotions can be so strong that it's difficult to be sure what's the intuition and what's the emotion. This is one of many reasons why meditation is so valuable. It builds the muscle of what I call clearing the slate and just being mindful in the present moment and not really being emotional in any which way, right? It's kind of like you're just in this calm, relaxed state with your mind relatively clear, just kind of floating in energy. And that's a really great space to be in for intuitive messages to come through. It's creating space so that it's not your emotions trying to pull in a certain answer or your ego trying to pull in a certain answer. So I want to be clear that emotion and intuition are not the same thing. I think this is what super logical people sometimes think when they are new to this, which is why some people will sort of shoo intuitive people. Trust me, my emotions often tell me very different things than my intuition. I would love for them to always line up, but they don't always. And that is part of the difficulty sometimes of following what your intuition is guiding you to do, because it can be scary as hell. It can be emotional as hell. Living a life where you are fully guided by your intuition really requires you to be unattached to your ego and willing to go through a roller coaster of emotions and or just be fully in a state of trust. I coach a lot of people on opening up their intuition and I find that people who are very emotional or very egoic, and I don't mean that as in they're cocky and have a big ego. I mean, they very much act 
and think from a place of the egoic mind, which is very much what feels safe. This feels safer over here. I already know what to expect here. And also this makes me feel successful or this is what other people want me to do. So I don't mean being cocky, but people who are often very emotional and or take action from an egoic place can have a very hard time tapping into their intuition. So it very much requires building the muscle of being able to set the emotion aside and tune into the intuitive information and also to identify, oh, this is my ego talking. So let me push push you aside for a second and see what comes through when I clear some space by pushing my egoic answer over here. What, what can come through front and center? So they are not the same thing. So now let's talk about intuition versus thinking and imagination. To start, I would highly recommend going back and listening to my podcast about the clairs, your different clair senses, because learning about the many ways that intuition can come through, I think is very illuminating for people to realize how intuitive they are. And it's just about getting a sense of, oh, this is intuition versus this is what I'm thinking. And when you're first trying to peel this apart, it's very helpful to just clearly identify yourself when something is obviously your intuition. For example, if something super random comes through that you weren't even thinking about, like it just pops up out of nowhere, that's probably your intuition. A lot of my psychic abilities opened up pretty quickly when I was first starting as an energy healer and I'd be giving sessions and the most random things would pop into my head that I never would have thought about before. And so when I would share what came through with the client, they would go, oh my gosh, how did you know that? That's an and I knew because I'm like, well, I certainly didn't think of that out of the middle of nowhere when it was so random and stood out like a sore thumb. I knew that wasn't my thinking brain. It was my intuition. So practice, of course, is everything. But let me explain a little bit about some of the ways that you can identify intuition from thinking and imagination. And it can be a little bit different for different people, right? So if you know that you get intuitive messages through a certain sense primarily, and even looking into your human design authority, that can be really helpful to point you in the direction of how does my intuition show up for me in particular? But some things to think about. Intuition often comes in in a more subtle way. It kind of just pops in pretty quickly. It's more neutral in tone or feels very loving and it's not emotional. So that's a really telling sign. If it comes in and it feels very emotionally charged, that's probably not your intuition. It might also feel like it's coming from a certain area. So for me, it feels like it's coming more from the back, the like lower back of my head and or my heart space versus when I'm thinking or imagining, it feels like it's coming more from the front of my head. Going back to the emotional connection, like I said, it's going to be more neutral, just kind of pop in. And sometimes it just pops in and then leaves pretty quickly versus lingers around. But when emotion is involved, and this is a subtlety that you get better and better at identifying, the message will come through and then the emotion comes after when it's an intuitive message versus if it's coming through 
with an emotional energy. Like it's coming through feeling like fear as a message comes through. That's not your intuition. This is also where you can use different senses to sort of double check some of them. So for example, maybe you see something, you are using your clairvoyance or you hear something, your clairaudience, and then you feel into your body and you you use that clairsentience to help make sense of it and feel into is this intuition or not. Here's the thing. Higher consciousness, source, God is not going to give you a message that is coming from an angry place or anxiety provoking or fear based. You might think about the message later and be like, oh shit, that kind of scares the shit out of me because truth can often scare us when we're not ready to face it. But truth has a certain vibration. Higher truth, you can feel the vibration. When source is giving you an intuitive message, it is coming from a very loving place. To give you an example, imagine your mom is trying to tell you that you should break up with your partner. Mom could say it by kind of yelling at you and being mean to you, like, why are you staying with him? He's the worst. He's ruining your life. You could do so much better. I hate to see you so upset. Why can't you just leave him? Right. So she can be kind of nagging at you that way. And when she says it to you that way, it feels very anxiety provoking. You feel guilty. You feel shame. You also feel confused. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It feels low vibration. Or mom can come and give you a hug and say, I love you so much, sweetie. And I just want you to be with the best person for you, I think it might be time to let him go. You know that if it's not him, it's someone better and you deserve the best. And I just want you to be with the person who makes you the best version of yourself. Do you see how that's a totally different vibration? And when mom explains that to you in that way, you can feel that it's coming from an energy of love. You receive that information very differently because of that vibration. And this is a really telling sign of what is intuition and what is not. Intuition is inner knowing. It's not attached to emotion. It's not attached to fear. It's not attached to logic. You just know. And when source, God, universe is communicating, it's not from a low vibrational energy. It's from the highest vibrational energy. So as you're starting to peel apart, what is my intuition and what isn't? Ask yourself, how does this feel in my body? And when I feel an emotion, did it come with that message and or before that message? Or was it more of a Oh, I processed that and then I started to feel some emotions. Intuition is often a lot quieter of a voice or a knowing. It's not screaming at you the way your fear does, the way your ego does to keep you safe and sometimes to keep you small. That's why learning to tune into the subtleties and create more silence in our lives and open space is really helpful to start tuning into this. I just got a new pair of blue blocks, blue blockers, and I am obsessed with them. I got the Hudson frames, the blue light for daytime. If you work on your computer all day long, the blue light glasses from blue blocks are a must. If you want to prevent migraines, headaches, digital eye strain, macular degeneration. I noticed that my head hurts so much. If I don't wear my blue blocks, I wear the blue light lenses during the day. If you want some color therapy, you can also go with their summer glow. This is best for people who work under more intense artificial lighting. And if you struggle with seasonal depression, especially at this time of year, they have 
a slightly yellow tint. So you are getting that protection from the blue blockers plus the color therapy. And of course, in the evenings, the sleep plus red lenses. This is the only true 100% blue and green light blocking lens on the market for after sunset use. I've tried so many blue blockers before and I did not experience the same results that I experienced with blue blocks. This company really understands the science behind this. If your lenses are orange, you are not completely blocking yourself from the full spectrum of blue and green light that we want to block after sunset when the sun goes down in order to protect our sleep and balance our hormones. You'll notice a huge difference if you switch to the Sleep Plus red lenses. These are a must if you struggle with your sleep, if you have a hard time getting to sleep, staying asleep. Also, if you have low energy during the day, if you feel like you're not that productive during the day, if you struggle with any headaches, and also if you notice imbalances in your mood, like feeling cranky, sleepy, tired, and if you have imbalanced hormones. So if you're looking to balance your hormones naturally, it's so important to optimize your sleep, of course, and optimize your circadian rhythm. And a big piece of this is wearing blue blockers. It's a simple thing to do. Everybody can do it. And blue blocks is the best. They have so many different frames that you can pick from. They have about 20 different frames. You can also send in your own frames and they can turn them into blue blocks for you. And they have a custom-made prescription service available as well. And I will tell you, I always get compliments on my blue blocks. I love their glasses. If you do not yet have a pair of blue blocks, if you don't use blue blockers or if you have any other brand of blue blockers, I am going to tell you, you need these in your life. You can check out all of their frames, learn about the science behind the brand by heading to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. And you can use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com. And you can use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. And when you get your pair, make sure you tag me on social media so I can see what pair of frames you got. When something is coming from the thinking brain or imagination, for me, it has much more of a creation type of feeling. So again, coming more from the front of the head, it has a slightly different tone. If I'm hearing something or seeing words, there are often different words. When my intuition is talking to me, if it's coming through, through clear audience, spirit will use words that I don't usually say to myself. They'll say, yes, you should do this, my love, or yes, my dear. So I can tell sometimes from the language, but with sentences or words, it has more of a linear progression like I can feel myself creating a sentence as I'm thinking it versus it just popping in all at once. Channeled messages for me come in as just blocks of thought almost or just energies that then I'm putting words to or a ton of words at once, like a paragraph at once. That's not how my thinking brain is. My thinking brain is going a word, a sentence at a time and creating that string as it goes. It's like adding a single pearl one by one to a necklace versus just being handed a pearl necklace. Sometimes intuition and our thinking brain overlap, but sometimes they don't. And for me, if I can tell where that thought process came from, like I can go back and trace that thought process back. I went from here to then here to then here to here. I was thinking that was my thought process. And that's not to say that's not bad, right? But 
this is just about identifying what is my thinking brain and what is my intuition. And my intuition doesn't have this linear progression of thought. It's not, I went from A to B to C to D. It's basically just, here's the alphabet all at once. So if you can trace back your thought process, that can be a sign that that wasn't your intuition talking to you. And it's quite similar with imagination as well. The thing is, we can imagine all kinds of things. And imagination is the doorway to intuition. And a way to actually really open up your intuition is practice using your imagination. And the conversation around is this intuition or is this imagination is very interesting to me. I would love for more adults to just embrace their imagination just to to build that muscle. And again, that will help them start to open their minds so their intuition can come through in a clearer way. But I know I really struggled with this a while back when sometimes things would flash into my mind that I didn't want to happen. And I was like, was that a future vision? Because I don't want that to happen. Or was that my imagination? And I wanted it to be my imagination. And what I'll say is the more you use your imagination, the more you can tell when it's your imagination versus when you're not creating, when it just comes through. So again, imagination is more of this creation process. It's like going from one thing to the next and the next and building upon that versus it's all just kind of popping in. But if you get some information and you're not sure, is is that intuition or was that my imagination? First of all, you can always ask them to show it to you in a different way. You can say, I'm confused about this message. Can you please make it clear to me? Please show me in another way and be open to how it comes through in that other way. But also in some situations, maybe that is a future vision, but that's just one possible timeline. And this is where we get into all the misunderstandings around future visions. And people think that psychics are like Raven and that's so Raven. And yeah, you can see stuff in the future, but also there's a lot that changes in the future all the time. Just because someone sees a future vision doesn't mean it's going to come true. There are all kinds of timelines that could come into play in this current reality for you. So if you see a future vision and you want it to happen, then do what you can to align yourself with that so that it's more likely to happen. Or if you don't want it to happen, then don't add probability to that timeline coming true. That could be your sign to shift something you're doing. Or maybe it's a message to be grateful for something in the current moment. And then another angle of this is, you know, with some of my clients who are intuitives, who offer intuitive guidance, and sometimes they they struggle. Was that my intuition or did I imagine that? I don't want to tell someone something. Or even for themselves, was this my intuition or my imagination? The way I see it is, I don't think it always matters. If you're unsure if something is your intuition or your imagination, then just take a step back and say, well, if everything was a metaphor, if everything's just trying to teach me something, what's behind this? What emotion does this evoke? And this is very similar with, with dreams. A lot of people, when they're trying to interpret dreams, are trying to get this really logical explanation and they want to peel apart all the symbols. And there can be some really important symbols in our dreams. But what's what's most important actually within our dreams is how we feel about whatever is happening, right? So if you have a dream and it makes literally no sense to you, you know how people try and make sense out of dreams that didn't really make any logical sense. Well, the point probably isn't to make logical sense out of it, but more so 
how did you feel in relation to that? Because that's trying to tell you something about what's going on in your current reality or your current thought process. So I think it's always valuable to look at it through multiple lenses. And there's a lot of value in looking at, you know, whatever you got as a metaphor or something to bring about emotion in you. And then you can learn from that. Noticing how you felt in your body. What is your body telling you? And of all the senses, the clairsentience, feeling into your body is typically the most reliable because it's easier for people to imagine they saw something or imagine they heard something than to imagine they felt something, which is why that psychic sense is so helpful to tune into as a method of double checking what's coming through. Because sometimes you might see something or hear something and then tune into your body and there's some dissonance there. That's helpful information. But when it all aligns, then you know. And the more you practice this, the more you practice using your intuition, the more you'll realize that intuition is something you just you just know. I just know that what I saw was true, was real. I just know that what I heard was my intuition. It feels different. It it corresponds with an inner knowing. And this is why the simple practice of just having confidence in our everyday decisions of what we're eating for dinner or what tarot card we're going to pick or what show to watch on Netflix, that helps build muscles that support our intuition because it's learning that confidence in our own decisions and to trust ourselves. If I explain how it feels for me, intuition feels quite clear. It can be subtle, but it's clear. It's neutral. It pops in. I feel the vibration of truth of knowing in my whole body, but it's not forcing. It's not pressuring. It just is. Imagination feels a lot more far off, disconnected. When something's coming through intuitively, I just know this is real. This is happening. There isn't a question in my mind with imagination. It feels a little more disconnected and it has more creation energy to it. Like I can imagine something happening and I can feel myself sort of going from part one to part two to part three. I can feel myself building on what happened before. Like I am creating that process. And that's very similar to thinking for me, where again, it comes from more the front of my head. It's a little louder. I'm actively adding on from information or thoughts from before. It's a process. Like it feels like a thought process. I can go backward and retrace my steps and explain why I went from this thought to this thought to this thought. And then with my emotions, when I'm trying to make a decision and it's coming from a place of emotion, I can almost feel myself trying to justify it based on that emotion or coming from that egoic place. The emotion feels unstable compared to my balanced emotional state of tuning into my intuition, where again, it just feels like this clean slate. It's just open space. There's no agenda. When the emotions are coming in, I can very much feel those waves moving through my body, tugging on my thinking brain to look for evidence to prove or disprove what the emotions or ego want. But it's really important to tune into this for yourself and you just start to notice a different tone to intuition 
than the egoic mind, your emotions, your imagination, your thinking brain. And this is, of course, helpful for you to know for yourself. When you're making decisions, start by just trying to identify when something comes up for you, just identifying, okay, how did that feel for me? What was the tone of it? Where do I feel like it came from? And identify, do I think that was coming from an emotional place, an egoic place? Was that my thinking brain or was that my intuition? And maybe multiple overlap, but maybe they're different because sometimes when we identify, hey, that was actually my ego. That was me coming from a place of, I want to stay safe. Okay. No, that was my ego. So now I can put that aside for a second and tune in and say, what does my intuition say? And it might feel like it's coming from a deeper place. It's more subtle and you sort of needed to just push the emotion or the ego aside or, or the thought process to the side for a second. So the intuition can light up and become clearer. And if you are offering intuitive guidance to people, it's so important to feel really confident in that process. And I mean, oh man, anyone who knows me knows I am very passionate about teaching people discernment. A lot of intuitives also have very active imaginations and it's important to be able to discern between what's imagination and what's intuition. And if you are ever confused, you can ask for something to come in in a different way. You can use another tool, another sense to double check, like I said, but it's really interesting how we have to peel back these layers to relearn because we've been so conditioned to not listen to that inner knowing. That's something that we all have access to. And when you really tap back into that of experience something, knowing something and just being so confident in it, there's not even a question, even if it doesn't make any logical sense, because intuition is not always logical. Your thinking brain often tells you things that are coming from a logical, this makes sense sort of place. And intuition might not make any sense to you, but then you follow it and somehow it all falls together in the most beautiful way. That's why intuition is so cool. And sometimes our thinking brains, our our egoic minds trap us, keep us in the same place because it feels safer. The unknown is scary to that part of the brain. We try to take in information or experiences and make sense of it in the context of what we already know. So when we don't already know something, sometimes we can put up this block in our brains that stops us from having confidence in our inner knowing. So I hope this explanation was helpful. I think just having more and more confidence that you do have access to this because you do That alone helps you start to tap into your intuition even more, but start to explore identifying when things come in. Does it feel more like imagination, emotion, thinking, or is it my intuition? And like I said, definitely check out my episode about the clear senses because learning about the many ways that intuition can come in is really helpful to start identifying when it is intuition. Let me know if you have any more questions about this topic. You know, I love to talk about all things intuition. And if you found this helpful, or if you think it could help someone else, make sure you take a screenshot and share it on Instagram stories and tag me so I can see you shared it and say, thank you. It means the world to me when you share the podcast episodes. I truly appreciate the support. And don't forget that if you want access to my private Instagram page, it's called the channel crew. All you have to do is leave an iTunes rating and review, take a screenshot and DM that screenshot to that account, the channel crew. And when I get that DM plus your request to follow, I will accept your request and you'll get access to the page. That's it for today's show. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode.